0: What you're about to listen to was originally broadcast on 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia. For details, go to the website, 98five.com.
1: And hello, Craig Hunter from Reboth Christian College. Welcome to the studio, twice in a week.
0: Mike, I can't get enough. This is special. I think it's the coffee.
1: It is the coffee. You've got a coffee delivered to you. As Bruce would say, this is Special.
0: Special. And it's the art, it's the love, it's the whole package. Sue Yee, she's, she's amazing.
1: She does, as our receptionist. If you ever t- ring up and talk to our receptionist, that is Sue Yee. She is wonderful. Good to have you back in, Craig.
0: You too. Um, holidays coming for families.
1: Holidays are on the way. We're going to be talking about tips on what to do. Back after this. Board could be the uh, the comment already, do you think, from, from, from a lot of kids on board?
0: Yeah, that's it. And, what, what am I going to do? And, and, you know, it's tough. And, and I, I talked to a lot of parents, and uh, with, the, with the winter break especially, they're working, yeah. they can't always get time off, and they're feeling guilty and, and uh, overwhelmed. What can I do with my kids? And they mm. try and get time off, but there's some strategies and there's some things out that they can do. And one of the toughest things, let's be honest, more and more, is technology yeah. and just the addictive nature of technology and a lot of stuff on Netflix and stuff, not yeah. really good for kids to watch and fill feel their, feel their hearts with as well. So some challenges there. There's some good stuff around, um, certainly. Please share, Craig. Please. Yeah, there's a Very Hungry Caterpillar is showing at the theatre. You really? can go and watch that. Yes. Okay. Were you a fan when you were a kid?
1: Of the theatre? The, the,
0: the, the theatre and the Hungry Caterpillar. Was, that a, mm, that, was no. that a book you got read to you? No, it doesn't ring a bell, actually. <laughs> it's probably. Now, there's a circus in town. Okay. And there's a human cannonball. Whoa! Oh, I, thought that, that was, I thought that was that wasn't a thing anymore. That, really? Did they still do that? Well, you can go and see it and just check it out. Which is which is quite weird, isn't it? Because if you think about
1: the way things are, so think about Ock Health and Safety.
0: Oh, they, they must my, they must have filled out ten pages of forms for that one.
1: <laughs> the risk assessment for that one would have been a book, indeed.
0: Uh, dinosaurs at the WA Museum. I oh, am. Yeah. That's cool. So lots of great things. Obviously jigsaws, birds getting out, and. Um, not Monopoly though. That's not a that's no, no. not a that's not a good family game. Let's be honest.
1: That's dangerous, isn't it? Really. Unless
0: uh, maybe Elson's kids, <laughs> maybe Elson's kids play Monopoly, crea- creating a under- good understanding of finance.
1: And how good is the weather? I mean, we've got a weekend of sunny and twenty-four right through until Monday. Uh, great opportunity to actually be outdoors before the rain comes. Right. That's but, it. Thank Anna. you, Ce, for that lovely. Sorry, sorry, Craig. Ce has just delivered a an amazing coffee. I think that wow. last night
0: looks like a um, looks like a strawberry on top there <laughs> it looks good i 'll come back to that in a minute but listen, listen one of the one of the best things that we can encourage our kids to do is um, is reading yeah a- and um, you, you know it's sort of become a bit old fashioned but it 's one of the things that one of the things the challenges we 've got with our information age and um, technology is it's instant it's, it 's it's, it's, it's reactive but it, but reading creates so much in terms of deep learning, thinking comprehension. The smell of a book, the the, the time it takes to immerse kids' imagination in a book. So I can't stress enough as a teacher and as an educator that getting your kids to, you know, take them to the library, get some books out, give them a goal for the holidays – really powerful thing to
1: do pretty challenging isn't it if you think about they want to be on their devices they want to be in front of a screen um, not an easy one to would you do that slowly like would you sort of encourage them to to read a little for for those that don't want to read at all would you start a little bit at a time and sort of build up
0: i think two things i think first thing is you can always bribe them you know here's two hours of technology Perfect. if you do two yeah. hours of reading i think yeah. that's one oh, and that's think, good and i think the other thing is just find a book they'll love Every kid oh, okay. can read as long as it's a book that they connect with. And I think that's the key. Sometimes we, we have a book that we think they'll like. Yeah. What do they like and what's an entry in it? I want to recommend some books today for for kids awesome. that hopefully will help them cross a whole range.
1: So even a trip to the local library and yeah. even to get them to actually pick out, take the time and get them to yep. pick, pick out a book?
0: And, and chat to the librarians. That's their job. Get, get some mm. recommendations. And uh, certainly um, the um, Big W Kmart, you can actually get some really – Good mm. value books that are popular and that yeah. are aimed at kids as well. Are libraries still popular? You know what? The, the library near us at Riverton Library has been transformed. So it's become like a quite a funky space. And oh, if yeah. I can encourage you for a trip to the city, yeah. the city of Perth have built their own library. I don't know if you've seen it. It's like an architecture. Yeah, it looks amazing. But amazing. inside it's got this, st- this staircase. It's something out of Harry Potter. Oh, really? And at the top... They've got a whole kids' area with bean bags and fun things and and programs all designed to create a space for kids. Mm. Really good.
1: All right, Craig. We'll come back and uh, talk about some – you're going to recommend some books, some good reading. So we'll uh, take a break. And there's a chance for me to taste my amazing coffee delivered by uh, our amazing You Back after this. 98.5. This is Weekdays with Mike. That coffee was absolutely – I'm halfway through. It's so good. the,
0: the, the, yeah, the um, arts, artwork's been ruined, I've noticed.
1: Artwork has been ruined, but it is absolutely, it's actually the perfect uh, perfect latte.
0: You know what, having nice. a coffee moment, I, I, um, I'm mm. a bit of a lid off kind of guy, so I've got that, when oh, I get a takeaway, I want the lid off, because really? I hate it when the, the crema sticks to the lid, and you miss out on the art, and that, that crema. Oh, is that right, you take the lid off? I do, yeah, I order no lid takeaway.
1: Okay, wow. Yeah, that's my little thing. Yeah, very interesting. I did not know that, Craig. That's that's quite fascinating. Now we are um, we're talking about keeping the kids occupied in the school holidays. I mean, they get a decent break these days, don't they? A lot of schools are having three weeks in the middle of the year.
0: Yeah, so we, well, it's a big break. We are so we actually have three weeks at our school plus some extra PD days. Yep. But we uh, had a bit of a uh, parent feedback, and we've gone back to two weeks next year.
1: Oh, okay. And so that's I, interesting.
0: I think, I think, like we talked before, the challenge is this: is that a lot of our families want to get up north, Exmouth, yeah. Coral yep. Bay. Other families want to go back to Indonesia, Malaysia to see yes. their family. But there's a big chunk that actually really struggle because they're both working. They might get one day off yeah. or two days off. And they don't have family here to go, hey, mm. can you have my kids? And I've got a lot of grandparents listening and they often have the kids in the holidays, I'm sure, as well. Yes, But it is absolutely. a juggle. Yeah, and I not, think not that easy. it's changed from when we had a lot more, maybe mums at home that could actually help with the kids a lot more. That, that's changed a lot in the last 10 years, I think.
1: Well, back in my day, there was only three terms. Yes, that's right. Do you remember that we? I oh, now we have four, but we had three.
0: That was so, a killer. That was a killer. That middle term, though. Let's be honest. Oh, it was like never anything. Was it really, term, Craig? Was it though? <laughs> hey, come on. So, listen. Let me let me let me recommend some. <laughs> okay. Let's get back to some recommendations. <laughs> let, let, let me recommend some books. Yep. And um, what one of the biggest books in the world? That's what, what age so can, group are you talking about uh, here, Craig? Seven to twelve. So okay. upper primary. Okay, yeah. And I think that's a challenge. When they're little, uh, we, we sort of have our picture books and we read them and there's other activities. But as they get yep. older...
1: Dick and Dora and Fluff the Cat and all those. yeah,
0: Dick and Dora. that's yep. uh, that's do a remember bust. that? I do remember mm. Dick and Dora. I'm not sure if that's still a thing.
1: And Fluff the Cat. I'm sure someone remembers. <laughs> Let's get back to your book.
0: <laughs> so Diver Wimber <laughs> Kid was uh, an entry for um, uh, Josiah, who was a reluctant le- reader, my older boy. Okay. And so there's written about 15, kind of cartoonish style Oh, okay. That's yeah. Clever. It's been made into some movies, but okay. School, home, life, kids love it, and reluctant mm. readers really love Diary of a Wimpy Kid.
1: So that's a good one to start with. It is okay. Yeah. All right. What else you got there?
0: Um, I've got some books. You might remember Jim Carrey. Your favourite. Oh from yes, the day. very, very. So they have made it into a movie, a series of unfortunate events. Okay. Yeah, it's about twelve books. Very quirky, very fun. Uh, not, not that thick. Like no, it's, it's not
1: a, not a massive book to get no. through. No,
0: and just as a style and storyteller, very clever, and it's um, okay. Recommend that one. All right, um, Roald Dahl you've heard of, but David Walliams is almost like the new Roald Dahl. It's quite thick that one. It is <laughs> lots of pictures though, uh, Mike.
1: And oh, I okay. can see that's deceiving because yeah, it's, there's a lot of pictures through it. Plus the the lines the text are quite is bigger. the text is bigger, and there's a lot of gaps between each. So uh, one of yeah, the big okay. new
0: trends in books is that they, they look big, but they're actually probably uh, about half that size. But it's easy for kids to read the layout, the setting, lots of big words, okay. lots of short sentences. But a really fun writer. I love reading his stuff as an adult, David Williams. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, and uh, kids love this stuff. He's won so many awards. So David Williams, again, you can pick those up anywhere you go for
1: seven to is good for seven, to, seven 12 to twelve year olds and even yep. older kids. Yeah. Okay. And,
0: and sometimes these books are like, you know, my kids are at high school, but kids love these Still books. Still they're, they're fun as well. Yep. Um, one of my favorite writers is Emily Rotter. She's okay. written about 80, 90 books. A lot of fantasy books, kids' books, teenage books. Emily Rotter, an Australian writer. There's so many great Australian writers, actually, in Perth as well. Is that right? She's from Sydney, mm, but... Okay. Um, Perth. And last one is... Um, uh, R.A. Spratt, uh, she's like, you know Nancy Drew back in the day in Hardy Boys? I'm yep, sure you are a Hardy yep. Boys fan back then, where are you, Huge. Mike?
1: Oh my, That looks... <laughs> no, like you, one of yours. Where did you dig that out
0: from? Well, I just wanted to, you know... That looks... How old is that book, Craig? Uh, you know what? Hardy Boys oh. were actually written in the 1930s. Wow. People in World War II were reading these books. That looks like it's come from World War II, <laughs> I'm just saying. It's probably worth a lot on eBay, isn't it? It probably is. But listen, um, so R.A. Spratt, Nancy Drew... Uh, Friday Barnes, like a, a kid okay. detective. And I love her stuff. And uh, for girls, that's really good. So there's some really good stuff out there. There are five books that I would recommend that you can certainly um, get a hold of.
1: We'll put a link up on, if you missed all of those, we'll put a link up on our website, Craig, for all of those as well. Um, great. So people go, oh, yeah, what was that name again? Who was yeah. the author? We'll put it up. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Keen to talk about, uh, you've got some more recommendations for five great books with faith-based values. To inspire kids.
0: Yeah. yeah, and anyone may be listening as well. If they want to text in, we could mention them as well. That'd be great.
1: 98.5. This is Weekdays with Mike Craig. Hunter's with me from Reboth Christian College. We've been chatting about keeping your kids busy and some great recommendations there, Craig, on uh, getting the kids inspired to actually read and take some time out. Not bad if it's raining inside. Um, perfect. For, for Grab a book, right? Yeah, and uh, and up and fire,
0: have a jigsaw puzzle yeah. on the side. And, and just trying to detox a bit from technology or limit no, that, it I, I think we, it's not negative it's just trying to trying to plan their day yeah, a bit so balance not on it, it out. all the time yeah
1: now to finish off today we're going to you're going to recommend uh, five top five great books uh, with uh, which are faith based values to inspire our kids
0: uh that's it, and um it, it is tough i I, I talked to um i, I think uh, uh, I talked to our librarian a lot of our, our christian books are a bit moralistic. They're a bit yep. cliched, and uh, I actually find it hard, to be honest. I'm sure there's great books out there, but they're hard to find. And so um, one of the interesting ones that uh, I would recommend that's kind of uh, been under the radar, you can get it at Koorong. it's called the Cooper Kids series. Oh, yeah. So Frank Peretti, who wrote This Present Darkness, he was a big kind of writer in the 80s, This Present Darkness, and those kind of yeah. supernatural Christian books. He's written a series for kids called The Cooper Kids, The Archaeologists, oh. Indiana Jones style. Okay, about 12 of them. They're really, really well written. They're quite short. Yep. Um, you can get them at a Christian shop. I'd recommend uh, them like The Join in the Dragon's Throat, things like that.
1: What are we? What age group are You Again, are you thinking about I, here? I'm thinking about 8 to 12, but okay. just
0: remember with, with, with good books that sometimes up to 15, 14, 15, they can also read them depending if they're mm. a reluctant reader. And often younger kids, it's just about the themes sometimes. Yeah. And like we talked off air that some of the themes are changing. And I think some of the um, activist agenda around us is creeping into some of our books. So you do have to be a bit careful. Mm, Okay. Common Sense Media. Common Sense Media reviews movies. It also reviews books. All right. So I would highly recommend Common Sense Media. It's not a Christian uh, organization, but they they do reviews. and They they actually uh, talk about all the themes, bad language. Sexual kind of content, oh, is that um, right? yeah, and they actually break it all down and they give it a rating from one to five.
1: Oh, that's that's a good, uh, we'll put some yeah, information I'll put a up. Link on up. That's yeah, a really yeah. good tool
0: to have, and even in terms of movies. And um, yeah, okay. for example, one of the latest Marvel movies had some themes in there that were quite uh, inappropriate, perhaps okay. for young kids. Yep, and they would put that in there so you can read it before you go in, either talk them through it or maybe not watch it, depending on how you feel about it as a parent.
1: It's good, good info.
0: So, some other ones are um, Bill Myers. Um, my Life is a Smashed Burrito. Mm, that sounds good. Yum. <laughs> He's got a kind of fun books, Wally McDoodle. Again, you can get those. Um, something a little bit deeper is uh, this guy called Tim Shoemaker. Mm-hmm. And um, they're, they're a bit thicker, but I, probably, I was for, say oh, that probably for, for young, uh, young teens. Young teens. Yeah. And okay. so what I like about them is that they, they deal with some quite difficult things. My kids have really enjoyed it because they're a little bit more... Say so darker, but a bit sort of um more challenging okay and he um he unpacks those ideas at the end of his book and talks about what does that mean for us and how do we help these kind of people in these situations so Tim should make mm. it a series
1: does that help spark a conversation with uh, with with the teens it does
0: yeah. And the conversations get shorter as they get older, as you know. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but <No. laughs> I, I, think, um, I think good books uh, can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, two others, just to finish, biographies. Yep. Uh, William Booth, Bonhoeffer, Hudson mm-hmm. Taylor. Ben Carson wrote uh, a book called You Have a Brain.
1: Okay. So how old has it been around for a while?
0: Uh, yeah, they have. Yep. Obviously, those biographies have. Ben Carson's mm-hmm. got a kid's version and an adult's version. And he's got an incredible story. About how you know he was uh, least likely, and, and from a very uh, underprivileged background, but he was very determined. Mm. Yeah. And then, as you know now, uh, I think he became to become the Surgeon General of the USA or something of that capacity. It's an incredible yeah. story to inspire our kids. And finally, the, the good old standard Chronicles of Narn. If you if you haven't read them watch them um, i think that's a great thing yeah. the line of which the, the, the wardrobe things like that
1: classics craig before we finish up what's your just a quick thought on um, if kids are a little bit reluctant to grab a book or you know select a book what are your thoughts on audio audio books is that a not a bad option or do you think there's something about flicking through the pages i, I think
0: there is book? i mean i mean some kids can You're back on technology, I guess. Yeah, and, and I think the challenge with any kind of technology is that it's a click away from something else or a game. But if it's something that they can access that they enjoy yeah. because they, they, they've got dyslexia, they've got some uh, reading issues, yep. it is a great win. And I guess with that is it's the old-fashioned reading to your kids. Yeah. Hey, How about if we read together? Yeah, perfect. And then let's just chat about it and try not to get too detailed about it just read with them and make it a fun experience each yeah. night which I no parents do don't be afraid to do that as they get older as well
1: so good Craig we'll put some we'll put some uh, all of those books your recommendations and authors and all the details on our website a bit later really appreciate you coming in today enjoy the uh, school
0: holidays I will Teresa
1: and I are getting away down south oh, so that will be nice I think there'll be a lot of people heading down <laughs> south I mean even though it's winter right but it's still beautiful it it's is beautiful lovely. it's fresh it's crisp it's Enjoy your break. We'll catch up next time. You. You're on ninety eight five. My guest in the studio this morning has been Craig Hunter from Rearboff Christian College.
0: For more details on this and other programs, contact 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia, or visit the website 98five.com.